The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the type for This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can uh, get us on The Blitz Facebook page. Find The Blitz, click like, send a message, or it'll read it. Twitter's at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. You missed the first hour. Well, I guess we have to start counting down the hours now. We're getting to that point. Oh, boy. 29 hours of AJ time remaining. Ah. That's what you've got, Fred. Mm. That's it. That's all I'm doing. It's all about the people. That's right. You're doing it for the people. Um, yeah, and we talked a little bit. I flew all the way back here for these people. Yeah. Could have just stayed. Was that even a real thought? Or I mean, trust me, at 4 o'clock when the alarm went off, it was a thought. <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't blame you. I probably would have gone, eh, I think I'm just going to hang around here for another day, get yeah. some sleep. But, uh, yeah. I am looking forward to, you know, I'm looking, for, especially I'm looking forward to that Carbach event, the last, the last uh, event where... We'll uh we'll have some you know we'll have like a listener party for the the, the four to seven and then uh we'll have like some of the the, the people who work with us uh we'll have a little after party afterwards for uh for the the employees here so that part will be fun I, I'm I am looking forward to that but at four o'clock this morning I certainly wasn't thinking about it <laughs> yeah well it's a, it's a small price to pay because uh yeah there's just not that many left I mean it's uh and, and it has been a an, an incredible run for this show, so uh, I'm you know, said sorry to see you go, but really happy for what's to come, and hoping to have some more fun here for the last uh, last few shows. Got to we, we got to get into it one more time at least, and you got to get into some more. Uh, yeah. you got to do some more Baytown badass, and uh, <laughs> you know, at some point Bob Barham has to make an appearance. So um, I, I promised you some college football. Ironically enough, this is from Pro Football Focus, but I guess they also mess around with colleges. They rank the top 10 wide receiver duos in college football. Okay. And we'll, we'll go 10 to 1. How's All that? Right. Does that make sense? Normally, I like to play the guessing game, but I don't think I'll be good at this. No, I, there's too many guys that, you know, there's been transfers. There's been guys that you know went to the NFL. So, I, I, like, I, I can tell you. T- the, tell the me two- who you think is... is, is would be the best. Uh, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. That is number one on the list. Yes. And then the... Um, that's Ohio State, for those of right. you who don't know. The, uh, Justin Ross, and I don't remember the other kid's name from Clemson. That's very good. Donata. Okay. And number two. Ma- Marvin Mims and uh, Jadon Hasselwood from Oklahoma. Oklahoma, number five. That's the extent of my guessing. There's another- Oh, you know what? Uh... Brew McCoy and uh, what's the kid Drake uh, Drake London from USC number eight. That's hey, all. You're I actually got. you're actually doing pretty well. All right, I, I, I'll, 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 I'll bet you John Mechie and somebody. 
from Alabama. I don't know who who else it would be. Didn't make the list. Didn't make the list. No, All Alabama right. did not make the list. You had another SEC team fairly high up. Uh, I was going to say Georgia, but I don't know besides Eric Gilbert. I don't know who else they have. They have them third. Eric Gilbert plus whoever else. Dominic Black Blaylock looks like he'll be number two. I guess Eric Gilbert's that good. So, yeah. One was Ohio State, Olave and Wilson. Two, Clemson, Ross and Nada. Three, Georgia, Gilbert plus whoever his number two is. Number four on the list, I don't don't think you would have gotten. Wake Forest. Okay. Jakari Roberson and Donovan Green. Oklahoma is five with Mims and Hasselwood. At six, another Big 12 team. Here's your hint. TCU? TCU. J.D. Spillman and Quentin Johnson. So uh, they're at number six. Number seven, I don't know if you'd ever get this one, Nevada. No. Romeo Dubes and Elijah Cooks. At eight was Drake London and Brew McCoy for USC. Nine, Virginia Tech, Trey Turner and Tavion Robinson. Trey Turner also shortstop for the Washington Nationals. Yeah. That's a, a well-rounded athlete right there. And number 10 on your list, Purdue, David Bell and Milton Wright. All right. So even though they lost a pretty good one to the NFL. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that's how they ranked them. Their honorable mentions were Alabama. And Ball State and Miami, Florida. So Alabama was who's who's it got listed besides Mechie? Uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce the guy's first name. I think it's a a, a Gee Hall. Okay. So, yeah, they just it, and I guarantee you, Alabama will have one of the best combos by midseason next year because they always they always recruit those dudes. It's going to be hard to be as good as they were last year. But, uh, yeah, Ball State, Justin Hall, and Johannes Tyler is uh, one of the top wide receiver tandems in the group of five. And then uh, Miami, Florida, Charleston Rambo and Mike Harley. But uh, I guess Rambo transferred from Oklahoma. Yeah. I don't know. He, he didn't do very well with Spencer Rattler. No. And... You know, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if De'Aaron King's going to be healthy. So we shall see. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. So he says early flights out of Vegas suck in general. At least you weren't still hammered drunk. That is true. Yeah, made a few of those. But uh, and no, we're not pepper spraying anybody as a going away present. Let's just stop with that. But that's uh, you know, I, that was a one time thing. There's, there'll be no more pepper spraying. Whoever the new guys are, we'll have to make them do something. Or new guy or new girl or whatever. They'll have to do something to earn their rights. We'll, 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 but they're not getting pepper sprayed. That, that's a statement. That's a fact. That's not happening. We will not be pepper spraying people. Um, did you, I don't know if you, uh, you saw your, your buddy Mike Mayock finally admitted what we all know. Raiders have to get better on defense. You think? <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know if you, you become a bigger Raider fan now that you'll be out there. But he says, we have to get so much better on defense. I know it. John knows it. We all know it. We've got to finish games. I'm excited to see whether or not we can generate a pass rush because we have not been disruptive on defense. We don't take the ball away. We don't hurry the quarterback. We have a lot of things we have to get better at, and we're very realistic about that. More than anything, I want to see if we can be disruptive on defense, and that's going to be one of our goals. 
And uh, now they did uh, they did sign Ngakwe. Yeah. And they got Max Crosby, so they, they should be better. I think. I don't know. I, I mean, to me, their defense should be better because – I, I say this all the time. Usually, if you've got a good running game, usually a good defense kind of comes along for the ride, or, or it can come along for the ride. Yeah. Or having a bad defense can ruin a good running game. And I, I like the Raiders' run game. I like Josh Jacobs. I feel like they're going to run the ball well. I, I, I think that that's going to help them defensively. Is because the more your defense has to be on the field, yeah, the worse things are. And that's they, why I don't feel great about the Texans' defense because I don't think they're going to run the ball very well. Um, I mean that that to me is my only hope for them to not be just brutally horrible is my, my hope is they'll at least with Lindsay primarily that offensive line plays better than last year. Lindsay runs the ball. Well, they keep the defense off the field. I, I think you're the, assuming they're going to play the best player. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's a big assumption, but the, the, the difference is I don't feel like just keeping them off the field is going to help. I, I think the Raiders, it would, I think the Raiders have enough talent there that yeah, because it, it's well, it's not as simple as you know just keeping a defense off the field it, because guys can play at a high higher speed for longer the less they're on the field defensively. I think the Raiders have guys who can do that and be competitive. I don't think the Texans do. I think the Texans uh, it, it doesn't matter if they get a ten minute break they still suck. Well, the Texans also. I, I mean, whatever you think of their running game last year, and and I I know you're saying the the offensive line can be improved and could help this year, and that that could be true. But I think you also have to detract because last year the Texans had the guy who led the league in passing yards. That takes a lot of pressure off, you know, off your running game. It's, yeah, it's except, a lot harder but, but to run the ball. But that's when, a little misleading because they, the reason he led the league in passing yards is because they couldn't run the football at all. That's why he had to throw the ball so much. Well, they were terrible they, well, running they were, the football. And they were, they were also behind constantly. They were behind a lot, but even, even when they weren't, they couldn't run the ball. They had maybe two games last year. But they, the, they effectively ran the football. But there's no late. way to stack the box against Deshaun Watson. No. You can stack the box now. Yeah, you can. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think if the if the run game is a, a break even, I, I don't know. No, I, 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 think they, I think they'll be better running the football, but I don't think it makes a difference in terms of the entire offense because I think the net minus of not having Watson is going to mitigate any of that. And I, I do believe that uh, I, I think they'll be significantly better on the offensive line just because of the coaching switch. I mean, there, there were so many little things that uh, I sat and watched with, with, a, with a coach last year that was showing me that they just weren't doing on the offensive line. It was just embarrassing and didn't, didn't know what plays were coming, didn't know who to block. Uh, and it just, just from that improvement, I mean, I'm assuming this guy's a better offensive line coach. Maybe he's not. Oh. Yeah. Maybe uh, he's equal, but. That would be disappointing. But and and I I don't know that uh, as a head coach, I don't know that the junkie is is not a step back either. Uh, you know, he probably uh, is. I'm gonna tell you about David Cully, who's a junkie. O'Brien is a he's not a great coach, but he wasn't a horrible coach. He wasn't. He, it's not he, my he, job to do that. Now O'Brien gets a bad rap because he was, the worst he was also GM, the GM, and he was and, the worst one in the history of football. Yeah, and that that brought down his overall rating pretty bad. And but as ju- if you just separate it where he was just a coach, wasn't a bad coach, wasn't a great coach, wasn't as great as he certainly certainly wasn't as great as he thought he was. No, no. But he, he was. But see, fine. That, that's the problem. If and and you go back and you look, and it's just if you'd had a strong leader 
not the guy who runs the team who just said, look, you're a good football coach. You need better assistance. You need to quit hiring your friends. I'm going to hire a real GM. You guys don't get along. I don't care. Put the best team together. That's what you, that's what you needed to do. And if you did all that, because the real GM's not trading DeAndre Hopkins for nothing. And who knows where this team would be. Yeah. But the problem is, whenever you give somebody too much power in any business where they're not, it's not their strength or their forte, and you trust the wrong people, bad things happen. And in this case, it's created a spiral that I don't see them getting out of. Because I don't know that trusting Nick Casario is the right idea either. Well, we'll find out. So far, not impressed. Tell you what I am impressed with, guys. Blue Chew. It's a unique online service, and I want to welcome them to the show. Uh, they deliver the same active in- ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's in a chewable form at, the f- at a fraction of the cost. And uh, it's an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. I went online and got set up, and it didn't take long at all. And it showed up a few days later, and it is completely discreet. It's simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part is it's all done online. And their licensed medical providers will work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. And this is also great. If you don't like swallowing pills, uh, Blue Chew, Sildenafil, and Tadalafil tablets are all chewable. Made right here in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct. And guys, here's a special deal for you. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code BLITZ at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code BLITZ to receive your first month free. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. So I told you about that, that 33rd team, right? That I've been, that website that they've been sending me stuff. Yep. I bet you can go, I bet you can go 100% on this one. A guy named Joe Banner did a story on the two most underrated NFL teams going into training camp. And I bet you can guess both these. Um, I, I don't consider one of them underrated is why I, th- I think both of us think they're going to be pretty good. There's your hint. Oh, okay. Is I wonder who it could be. I think, I, I think we think both of these teams are going to be pretty good. Uh, so you'll agree with him, although I don't know if I'd call him underrated. Under, okay, he calls him underrated. I don't know if that's the right word. I'm gonna say I, I'll say one that I think is going to win a division, and I I feel like everyone else in the world thinks that another team has it locked up. 
I'll go with Indianapolis. You are correct, sir. That is one of the two teams. And I, I tend to agree with you. I think a lot depends on Carson Wentz. Sure. And But, yeah, I if you ask me right now, I'll take the Colts over the Titans today. I may change my mind tomorrow. All right. I think you can get the other one, too. Underrated. Yeah. So, didn't make the playoffs last year? Did not make the playoffs last year. Is this the one that we you think we both like this year, or is yes. that the Colts? No, I think I think this one. I mean, I like the Colts, too, not as much as you do. But I think we both like this team a lot. Uh, AFC or NFC? AFC. Chargers? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> told you. I told you. I told you it'd be easy. You could get them. How about that? And and I, I think the coaching change makes a big difference for the Chargers. Um, you know, and, and I don't know that Herbert plays as well as he did last year, but I don't see a huge, you know, huge regression. I mean, obviously, his offensive line is going to be better. Defensively, they're going to be healthy. I, I think better coaching decisions. You look at how many games you could almost trace directly to a, an Anthony Lynn coaching decision. I, I think they got a chance to be really good. They're not going to, I don't think they're beating the Chiefs. But, you know, they're, uh, I think they're going to be all right. Um, Longstyle asking, what's a worse description when doing a player comp? A lesser version or a poor man's version? So I like Josh Jacobs and think he's a healthy version of Saquon, but uh, he's that a lesser be- version of Saquon. Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> if he's healthy, he's a lesser version. I mean, that's you just don't know what Saquon yeah. is going to be. Or and, and but, what, but I think that's I mean I know but people don't like to say that, but that's apt. Like it, he's he's got a lot of the same abilities that Saquon has, just not to the level that Saquon does. Yeah, I think. Uh, it, I, I don't know that – I don't think it's necessarily unfair to call somebody a poor man's fill-in-the-blank. Except if you're saying Davis Mills is a poor man's Andrew Luck. Yeah. Yeah, that's a homeless man's Andrew Luck. Yeah. <laughs> I think. He might surprise you. You know, those, uh, those, uh, those Texans folks seem to think that, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot more positives than we do. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to say – I think I think I'm right on this one, but you know I I, I do I, I I am trying to find anything to be even remotely positive about with them, and I, that's that's what I keep coming back to. Well, the offensive line should be good this year. Now they won't have a great passing game. Yeah, you don't really have a ton of weapons for them to block for, and I don't really see much hope on defense. Other than that, though, I, you know what? I, I, I found another. I did it, damn it. I found another positive. They ought to be pretty good on special teams. Because everybody they sign, that's all they do is special teams. They signed a whole, they signed a whole special team. Yeah. So offensive line and special teams. They got teams. rid of John Weeks, then brought him back. Yeah. But he's the greatest long snapper in it's history, true. right? Yeah. I'm feeling this. So can we say that Honestly, the they, Texans they, are just going to be a special they are going to be special. That's not nice. Um, so, so Curtin asked, there's one running back you could have for the next five years. Um, who would it be? Mm, you know, it's, that's a tough one because a couple years ago, I would have told you Zeke Elliott. I don't want him now. Um, 
Derrick Henry I'd love to have, but for five years? Five more years? He, he, no. He's not lasting that long. I don't think McCaffrey's got five years in him. You know, Dalvin Cook, maybe. Maybe give me Dalvin Cook if he can stay healthy. But again, five more years uh, of him. Maybe Nick Chubb. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I, I think, boy, I'll be able to answer that question a lot better after I see Christian McCaffrey. If he's back to normal, then I, I'll take him because I love his overall game. I love that he can help the team in so many ways. But it's hard to say coming off the injury. Uh, I, I think the only other guy I can consider is is Nick Chubb. Yeah, I would say. Uh, I, I, Cook is. I mean, I Cook like is Dalvin a, Cook a lot. Cook is a a, a poor man's Derrick Henry kind of right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it just seems like backs like Derrick Henry typically don't work. That's why it's so amazing that he does. Like the running backs that work in twenty twenty one are guys like Alvin Kamara and, and Christian McCaffrey. Right. Like, like guys that can do a little bit of everything. How old's Kamara now? Because, I mean, I, I like him a lot, but I don't know about five years. Yeah. Because any any running back, well. Well, and also, you consider what Kamara's had, you know, standing in front of him for, for his entire career, and that's mm-hmm. changing. Uh, that's what you could say Aaron Jones. Well, if Aaron if Aaron Rodgers ain't showing up, I don't think Aaron Jones is going to be nearly as effective. I no. got news for you. Um. Yeah, I, I, but I I think those would be the guys. And you know, I don't know. I don't know what Najee Harris is going to be yet. No. Uh, yeah, you know, I like Clyde Edwards-Alaire a lot. He's also in a perfect spot. He also you, you put mean, him he on a, a whole lot last year when we thought he would. Uh, he was doing really well till he got hurt. But uh, and their running game suffered when he was out. Yeah. So I, that, that's a guy I like a lot, but he's in a, he's in a perfect spot. You put him on the Texans, there's no way I'd want him for five years. He'd break. He may break anyway. I'll give you another guy I kind of like if he can stay healthy is Antonio Gibson. Yeah. I don't know if he'll stay healthy. And the, the obviously the football team has to figure out something at quarterback. But yeah. That guy can play. The you know, It's funny because Darius Geis was supposed to be the guy there. Yeah. And it didn't work out. But I think uh, a lot of it, comes down to what about from your Jaguars James Robinson uh, buying it no I'm one one year wonder okay and they, they obviously they're not running back yeah. uh, although they keep talking about trying to move him to receiver which makes me wonder if they're really doing that then uh maybe maybe urban should have stayed in college but uh in, in Largo says five years just give me the top college running back well that's the thing I mean I the the problem is every single one of these guys, when you get to the second contract, I don't know that they're worth it. They just don't hold up. And if you and drafting running backs is just such a crapshoot. So say, give me the top college running back. Who knows? Who knows if that like it seems like every other guy that gets drafted in the first round is a bust. Yeah, it's, I wouldn't be taking first rounders. I. I think there's a lot of really good running backs that go in the second and third round, and to me, that's kind of your target area. You go in and you get them there, and you draft a couple. You just need to be right once. Yeah. And and that's where, I mean, you see so many really good backs come out of that range. What was Kamara, second or third? Second. Yeah. All right. We are going to take a very quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5.
your home for sports. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. And, all right. The, you like that news? Go ahead and tell the real people. I mean the other people, not just the Twitchers. <laughs> WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert has reiterated that expanding the WNBA is a priority, which that sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? Yes. Like, why? You really should knock it down to about four teams. You know Those we girls need can Texas? make some money, maybe. We need to go up to 8A in class yeah. of schools. Said no one ever. Um, <laughs> Charlotte, Philadelphia. I'm surprised Philadelphia doesn't have a team already. You would think they would. That's a pretty big market. Like, yeah, a, yeah. Think about Philly fans and the kind of things they would be yelling at the team. Yeah, that but that, it draws a different crowd. It's not. It wouldn't be a regular Philly crowd. Um, Toronto. We don't want them. And Houston. Uh, That's right, baby. Uh, so, on the bright side, I, I mean, I think... Toronto's a bigger media market than Houston, isn't it? No, it's almost... Uh, it's about the same? It, 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 well, media market-wise, I think it's slightly bigger. Size-wise, the GTA is almost the exact same size as Houston. Okay. Philadelphia is certainly a bigger media market than Houston. Yeah. Yeah. So, two of the four... Philadelphia's like five or six. They're right? number four. They're oh, okay. behind... It's New York, LA, Chicago, yeah. Philly. I, I knew they were big. Um. So, that means that... Those two places, I would guess, are more likely to get one than Houston. You like how we're like uh, yeah. arguing for reasons why not to expand the <laughs> yeah. WNBA to Houston? Yeah, you know what? We, we I feel like almost every mayor is doing I, that, too. Uh, I feel like what we should be doing is... Listen, I, I think Philly deserves this, all right? That's, what, that's the way to do, do it. They do. Or Charlotte. You know what, Charlotte? Yeah. It's a beautiful city. Honestly, the, the weather's great there. That's the... That's the kind of place that deserves another pro sports franchise. We've we've got a glut of sports franchises here. I mean, we've got the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, the, the MLS, which is growing rapidly in this town. And, and you know, we have our own women's team. We have the, and we, we have, have the, the dash. Yep, and the SaberCats rugby hmm. team. So there's a lot going on here. We even have a minor league baseball team. That's true. We're spoiled. Oh, we are we are sold out of teams. Guess guess what else we have? An entire college here in town. Two of them, well, as a matter of fact. Yeah. yeah. And now we'll change our tune if the NHL starts talking. But for now, <laughs> we're just going to say, uh, uh, you know what? We're full. We're all filled up. I, not not because we don't want the WNBA. I wish we had room for them. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, especially it, with the NHL, you know, that, that being on the horizon, I just I, I think it'd be too much. I think Charlotte's the place to go. Yeah. Didn't they lose their hockey team? Um. No, the Carolina Hurricanes. No, they're still there. They still exist. I, I yeah, yeah. Somebody should take them. I don't know. I know some people <laughs> who'd like to buy them and move them. 
But, How about uh, this? We'll take them. You keep the, the the WNBA team. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. In fact, well, I think that's a that's a great deal. They don't even have a major league baseball team there. Uh, no, they don't. They they need something. They need more pro sports. Yeah, agreed. Take the WNBA. Man, you guys were making fun of me for music the other day. I don't remember I, I, that. I just realized that there's certain things that like bands that I was a fan of that I had no idea that they still were producing albums. Okay. Cuz uh that For instance. For instance, Iron Maiden announced 17th mm. album Senjutsu. It's too much. 17. It's too damn much. I, and so of course, you know who's into that though? Patrick Creighton. Oh, I I bet he is. Yeah, he's Iron Maiden through and through. Well, I mean, I'm a big I thought I was a big Iron Maiden fan. And then I'm looking at the story and it goes through and it's ranking all their albums. I haven't heard I haven't, I haven't heard of most of these. Like there's one from 98 that is last on the list. I don't remember it. Virtual something. Virtual uh, reality. Another one from, That's ni- from a band called Jamiroquai. <laughs> uh, 1990, um, an album that was no, that I never heard of. 19, Nin- 1999 by Prince was an album. Yeah, that was a better one than any of these. 95, The X Factor, never heard of that. Fear of the Dark in 92, I'd heard of. Okay. Matter of Life and Death, 2006, never heard of it. Uh, Dance of Death, 2003, never heard of it. The Final Frontier, 2010, never heard of it. Uh, Somewhere in Time, 1986, that's number nine on their list. It should be top five. That's a great album. Uh, Brave New World, 2000, guess what? Never heard of it. Yeah. Book of Souls, 2015. They still did an album in 2015? Stop, guys. Uh, the the top six are all the ones I know. Like Iron Maiden, the first one in 80. Killers in 81. Peace of Mind in 83. Seventh Son of a Seventh Son in, in 88. Power Slave in 84. And Number of the Beast in 82. That was when they, they were in their heyday. I kind of feel like they should have stopped at those six. Now, I'm sure I've heard songs. They're making money, though. Yeah, well. Off guys like Patrick Creighton. Good for them. Good for them. But, yeah, I I can't believe that. uh, Flimsy Cherry mentioned we had the Roughnecks, too. Yeah, right. That's right. We're getting them back, too. Allegedly. What about you, Charlotte? You got Roughnecks? Nope. Oh, better take that WNBA team. And honestly, you know what? I'm going to just, I'm going to put it like this. We don't deserve the WNBA here. We had it, and we we just let we, it. We had we, a four-time champion. Yep, and, and just let them four. Yeah, they won four, four in a row, right, or five? I thought it was three in a row, and then one later on. No, I no, thought no, they won four a, in a row. That's a lot, though. But even that, we let it fail. That tells you that this town just ain't. We ain't cut out for it. We're not a true sports town. Give it to someone who deserves it. Yeah, according to this, the Comets were the first dynasty of the WNBA. They're tied with the Minnesota Lynx and Seattle Storm for most championship of any WNBA fr- franchise, even though they folded in 2008. So, RIP. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, they uh, won won the first league title, and then they were moved to the Western Conference. They went 27-3 and in year two. In 99, they won again, and in 2000, they won again. Four titles in a row. The first four in WNBA history. And eight years later, they were dead. RIP. Yeah. So, uh, 
that really means we don't deserve them. That's right. But man, I, I do remember the that those women were like rock stars when they were winning titles here. They were having parades and everything. Yeah. Well, the, you also got to remember Houston was desperate back then. Oh, God, yeah. Said, uh, <laughs> Anything that re- remotely resembles a winner will take. Yeah, a friend of mine that I used to work with reminds me, Les Alexander sold the team to the Hilton Furniture guy, and he ran him into the ground. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know. How were they? Uh, I, didn't, I don't know how their operations changed. I don't remember that because I knew once they weren't good anymore, I didn't have to really pay any attention to them, so I didn't. But, yeah, so we mentioned Live After Death. I don't think they rank live albums. That was pretty good, though. But I don't even know what year that was. Um, I, I don't know, man. I think they need to they need to just stay away. Nothing personal. I mean, I'm all for more stuff, as long as more stuff is hockey. Or, <laughs> or bringing back the Roughnecks. I, I, I'm okay with either of those. Which, if that makes me a sexist pig, fine. I, I like my sports to be male. Yeah. That's all. So, and a lot of people correct. Uh, the, but you hur- like the dash. The Hurricanes play in Raleigh, not Charlotte. You know what? I, I could get into the dash. I'm, 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 I'm expanding my horizons. I'm That's like, right. You went to the, US, the women's national team game? I did. There you go. You're not a sexist. Um, I thought about going to it. Now, I like women's soccer. I do. And you know, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get more into soccer, and I'm starting to find my love of golf again. Women's golf? I haven't watched Lady any... Lady golf? I haven't watched any women's golf yet, but it's kind of funny because a couple weeks ago, I actually watched a tournament that wasn't a major, and you know now that I'm starting to get to know some of these players and who they are, the, and I'm kind of interested in watching them play other tournaments. Okay. Like this Morikawa kid... <laughs> Is fun. John Rahm seems like the kind of guy you could drink a beer with, even though he's not American. But um, and then there's some some little jerks out there too that you you can root against. I was actually uh, actually heard somebody celebrate when Jordan Spieth missed that one foot putt on Saturday afternoon. So that was uh that was probably the key to the whole thing. He bogeyed the last two holes on Saturday and lost by two shots. Um, I've got some more football odds. Oh, really? You're interested? Yeah, I'm always interested. From the Southeastern Conference, the championship odds. Okay. Let, I'll, I'll let you guess in order. I, I let you play the guessing game this time. Who do you think the favorite to win the SEC is? Alabama. That's a great choice. <laughs> and they are minus 165. Yeah, you get, the, you get the free square on top with that one. Number two. I'm going to go with Georgia. That's also correct. Plus two hundred. Now I'll, I'll give you a hint. There's a big jump to number three. I'm guessing. Uh, uh, what about Florida? Florida is tied for fourth at plus sixteen hundred. Okay. What about Aggie. Third plus twelve hundred. Hmm. I I I think we can stop there in terms of. Well, I'll say LSU. Oh, they're tied with Florida at plus sixteen hundred. Now the jump goes from plus sixteen hundred to plus thirty three hundred. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach way back here and go Mississippi. They are there, tied wow. with Missouri. 
mm, they are one spot down at plus 4,000. Auburn. Auburn. Yes, plus I don't think Auburn's going to be any good. So. All right. Now there's another drop after Mizzou to plus 5,000. There's two teams at plus 5,000. Give me, well, who do they say every year Tennessee. is going to make the turn? Tennessee, yeah, Tennessee no. is plus 5,000. And they are tied with Mississippi State? No. Hmm. Kentucky. Really? Uh, you know what? I, I never think of Kentucky as being you know anything, but I always put Kentucky in the Arkansas-Vanderbilt box. So now the jump goes to plus 10,000. You just guessed Mississippi State. They are tied with? Betty South Carolina. Arkansas. Really? South Carolina is plus 20,000. Okay. Oof. Vanderbilt's got to be something ridiculous. Plus 50,000 Vanderbilt. Mm. That You could have that money. Wow. Okay, I wasn't that far off. On no, this. you did pretty good. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's easy when you get it, it's like you get first and last for free, basically. Yeah. So, although the last couple of years, Arkansas was in that last conversation. But you get, when you get first and last, you can kind of build the rest. Uh, I got to tell you guys about Carbock. We'll have Eric on at six o'clock. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a while, so we'll catch up with him, see what's going on with the brewery and the the concert tour and all that good stuff. But uh, I. I one of the first things I did when I got there, because it happened to make the uh, the trip from my office here. My office here is all cleaned out now, but I had my Hopadillo neon light, and I popped that bad boy up at the new house in, in my garage, and a uh, little little piece of Texas out there in Las Vegas. So um, well, I will miss the beer. I don't think I'll have quite as much access to the beer, which is unfortunate, but uh, they've got something for every occasion. Crawford Bach, a great everyday ballpark drinker. Uh, they've got the Love Street, which is really, you know, kind of an intro to craft beer type beer. Uh, they've got tons of IPAs, Hopadillo, uh, Light Circus, Rodeo Clown, you name it, they got it, my boys. And it, they've, if, if you go to the restaurant, open seven days a week for lunch and dinner, they've got beers that you won't be able to find anywhere else. They're available on tap. Uh, check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, see what's going on with them. And when you're out and about, make sure you grab yourself some Carbock. We could be legends after this is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. I, I don't know how this happened, but we were, we had WNBA talk today. I know the show's going to hell. The show is dead. This is, this is the end of the world. There's WNBA talk on this show. And and guess who brought it up? Not me. I just want to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I uh, have to do a Zadok Jewelers gem of the day. The gem of the day. It's the gem of the day. The Zadok Jeweler gem of the day. All right. Uh, we go to Iowa, which uh, not a frequent contributor. No, I remember we had that vodka Sam girl was from Iowa at one point, the chick who, who did like the point three something, yeah, and bragged about it, which I, I think I would brag about that too if I could. A uh, fifty-three-year-old Robert Perez was uh, riding a stolen motorcycle when he was pulled over. 
Cops allege he was making nonsensical actions while driving the motorcycle, which was listed as stolen. Uh, when questioned, he claimed a fellow meth user loaned him the vehicle. <laughs> One of my meth buddies. <laughs> uh, he was unable to provide a name or an address. I'm not um, a snitch. But uh, he ad- reportedly admitted injecting meth five hours earlier, had multiple syringe caps in his pockets. Uh, and he agreed to take a breath test, which, how about this? Point zero zero blood alcohol content. Yeah, Don't t- do math. Told you guys. That ain't he, me. He did refuse all field sobriety tests, however. And uh, while at the police station, he was witnessed on his phone. Somehow they let him have his phone. He was uh, witnessed by another officer Googling how long meth stays in your system after initial consumption. Not right. What's wise, the answer? Guys. Uh, I don't know. Ugh. But uh, they did make me Google it. They did secure a search warrant to draw blood from Perez. And the sample has been sent to the state crime lab for testing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's probably I, I don't want to say that's an admission of guilt. But when the officer sees you Googling that, that's probably not a good sign. That is your Zadok Jewelers, Gem of the Day. The Gem of the Day. It's the Gem of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler, Gem of the Day. All right. And every day I get asked, are you going to keep the jingle when uh, AJ? I don't, I don't know what we're doing yet. We'll keep the Gem of the Day. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking if we can find somebody famous, it's going to have to be a big name. Like, how badass would it be if Rebecca Black did it for us? Oh, that'd be awesome. Or Adele. I don't know if we have that in the budget. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, hey, they, it would be a big hit for them. I don't it, know. This is, a cover, this is like a cover of a classic. So it's going to take somebody important. We got, we got a lot of famous singers around here. I mean, and what if ZZ Top did it? For oh, me? that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure one of those guys listens. I'm positive. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. I, I haven't had time to think about any of that stuff yet. Trying to get, uh, trying to get this website to the finish line. That's, that's my priority. And then I'll start worrying about what we're going to do with the show. Cause we got, we got a little time. Apparently we're going to, we're going to wait a little bit before we make a decision. So that being the case, I don't have to worry about it. Um, so we well, get Mark McGrath to do it on Cameo for 90 bucks. No, that'd be pretty Who's cool. Who's Mark McGrath? The lead singer from Sugar Ray. Hmm. Are you not familiar with Sugar Ray? I'm not familiar with Sugar Ray. Really? Is that surprising to you, Aaron? Yes, and I think once I actually play a song, he'll I go, think he'll, oh. yeah. Oh, play a song then. I'm working on it. <laughs> this, this whole computer from 1998 uh-huh. thing. Uh-huh. So, uh, going back on uh, Twitter while he's doing that, and Lamont mentioned the Texans got rid of their O-line coach, so the O-line and running game should be better. That's my that's my hope. I mean, that's, that's the only thing I can... Uh, that and special teams. That's I'm, I'm going to stick with those two. Those are the two positives. All right. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. I, I couldn't tell you anything about who they are. But. Uh, 
Yeah, that's that's uh, Sugar Ray. They were eh, they were a pretty popular band late nineties, early two thousands. They 90s were huge again. at one point, and now he's doing uh, he's a DJ on Sirius XM, I believe. Uh, you know who else you can get on uh, on Cameo? Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC from one hundred and thirty nine dollars. Mm-hmm. No, see, you. I went everything under a hundred just to see what we had for the budget. Uh, kid from Kid and Play. Seventy nine dollars. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, this is gonna isn't gonna resonate with probably either one of y'all. Randy Rogers is only seventy five. I know Randy Rogers. It's Aaron's brother. How it's not Aaron's brother. Uh but I, I do know uh I, Randy Rogers has a band called the Randy Rogers band, right? Yes he does. Um let's see. Uh, there's some there's some decent options here. Um, uh, that's not going to work. Yeah, you maybe I'll just let you use mine, Fred. Well, I mean that's the plan. I I, I think, but we may if we change it. Ruben Stuttered, who was on American Idol, I think he was a, a runner-up on American Idol. Yep. How about that? I think we can do better than those guys. Randy Travis, country music star, Randy Travis, but he's two hundred bucks. Mm. You think we can get Clay Walker to do it? Ooh, Scott Stapp, the singer from Creed, two ninety nine though. Pat Green, sixty nine dollars. That's a good deal. Lisa Loeb is one hundred and twenty nine bucks. Well, I bet you got a lot more for that Geico commercial. Yeah, you would think. Let's see. Um, no, that won't work. What if that's how they found her instead of going through her agent? Like they were just going through cameo, <laughs> and they were like, "Hey." You want to do a Geico commercial? I got an idea. <laughs> oh, Flavor Flav. 350 bucks though. That's a that's a pricey one. And he would probably say curse words in the song. No, we can bleep them out. Yeah. That'd be a big that'd be a big get though. Ooh, what about Chingy, the rapper that he was a one-hit wonder and Fred you certainly won't know him. Are you familiar with Chingy Aaron? Yes. He could he'll do it for 80 bucks. Lupe Fiasco will do it for 150 bucks. Can we legally broadcast these things, though, if we buy them? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's yours. It's yours. Okay. You, it, you, you, own the, uh, you own the originals at that point. Like, when you send it to them, you have to send them what you want them to do. Because you're not literally just paying them and saying, here, do this. Usually you send it and go, hey, it's, like, it's AJ's birthday and uh, rapper Young Jock is his favorite rapper ever. Will you make a video saying happy birthday? Kind of thing. So you tell them exactly what you want them to say. What about funk legend George Clinton? Now that would be badass. Two hundred bucks. Okay, I think we can we can scare that up. Um, you can get. I want uh, somebody Houston though. It's got to be somebody Houston. You can get Riff Raff. You remember Riff Raff? I do. I don't know if he's famous anymore. No. I think he 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 his fifteen minutes may have gone. Oh, how much would you pay for Sebastian Bach to do the Gym of the Day oh, song? For, for me? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't think money's much of an object here. $469? Done. Now you could get that for sure. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Sir Mix-A-Lot is 175 bucks. Boy, Sebastian Bach thinks highly of himself. Uh, Tia Carrera he- from Wayne's World? Okay. She's only seventy five bucks. Pro- 
Project Pat is five hundo. That's pretty expensive. What about Ricky Rocket, the drummer from Poison? Uh, no, he's like the like anybody could be drummer for Poison. It's got to it's got to be uh, no. There's only one. Okay, Lance Bass from Insync, two hundred forty nine dollars. Mm. How about Perry Richardson from Striper? No, thank you. Twenty nine dollars. That's a deal. I, I think you know what I think we're missing here. You know what I think we're missing here. You know who should we ha- we should have do it? There's really only one internal answer. Juggy Trey. That, that's actually a pretty good idea. Oh, hey, my buddy's on here. Paul Wagoner, who's the guitarist from Between the Buried and Me. He, he costs 50 bucks. I bet I could get us a discount. I bet you could. Uh, I, I like the idea of, of Juggy Trey. You, what about Master P? That's a pretty famous one. Yeah. 299 bucks. Oh. Right said Fred. <laughs> Wait till you hear the price. 67 bucks. Really? Ooh, that might that might work. D Snyder? Uh 250 bucks yeah, for D Snyder. I'm not a I'm not a big twisted sister okay. guy. All right. Well, I'm, okay. Well, there's some options there. <laughs> Patrick Creighton suggesting Dave Mustaine. Is he on there? Uh, I haven't seen him. Okay. Have to do it with the... You'd have to do it with a guitar riff. Yeah. That'd be pretty badass. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I mean, we'll have a we'll have a jingle. We'll have a gym of the day. It's just what we decided to do with yeah. it. So it's all good. Th- you know what? Those were some good ideas. All right. You know what else is a good idea? Switch into TGS insurance, saving money on your homeowner's insurance. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Uh, TGS has made it so easy, and you can still get A-rated insurance. Uh, all you got to do is send a text. You text the word money to 232323. They'll reply back and ask for your address. Boom, 15 seconds. You'll have a full and firm insurance quote right there in your inbox. The average customer saving over $900 a year. I actually saved over $1,000 a year by making that switch that could be you, and you could use an extra $1,000 for stuff other than homeowner's insurance. Why wouldn't you do it? They've already shopped all the uh, the rates in our area. They, they make it fast. They make it easy. Guys, it's as simple as sending that text. They, and uh, they'll take, if you like it, they'll take care of the back end. If you, if you like their offer, okay, they'll, they'll take care of the back end, get you out of your old policy, start you saving money right now. If you don't like it, no big deal. Just throw away the email, and that's the end of that. You don't need to hear from them again because there's no obligation. Text money to twenty three twenty three twenty three. Start saving now with TGS. Do you ever wonder what ESPN ninety seven five hosts talk about during the breaks? Well, now we have your f-ing answer. I don't know why you got to do it with the FN. All you got to do is say earmuffs. Just go to twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5 for exclusive uncensored content. Can you earmuff it for me? 